Welcome to the In Other News podcast at dailynewscollective.com. The poor man's drudge report. Anti-propaganda bazooka and everyday media sponge tool. Providing breaking news from actual sources, research, and statistics. The establishment narrative doesn't want the average citizen to devour. Have you noticed how stacked up the house of cards really is? Even the self-proclaimed patriots over there at Fox News can't see the forest from the trees in this, what is now McCarthy's 11th failed attempt at becoming the Speaker of the House. Aside from Tucker Carlson, these people rail on day in, day out about the corruption and death of our founding principles. But when it comes time to literally clean house and force the corruption to face the music, these patriots scurry away. They all fall on the side of the lobbyist industrial complex that serves them and the other corporations. Look, I can put up with a number of days of this, but at some point, are we going to get a resolution? I, we're going to have to. I, I mean, unless you believe in minority rights in the extreme, you don't go from 20 to 218. I mean, we need, you're never going to get some of these people uh, Sean, I, I mean, they live to be in opposition to Republicans. But but people watching your show need to call and say, you know what? I didn't work my tail off in November to watch y'all look like a clown show on national television. So oh. y'all get behind Kevin. You got your motion to vacate. As it relates to President Trump, they love him when they need a pardon. Fox News also appears to be controlled by their attorneys. They said absolutely nothing after Alex Jones was sued for what became north of a nearly $2 billion judgment, a case that made a complete joke out of the justice system and set up Fox itself as the next network to be targeted and dismantled. It's not a small thing. The American people have been left out on the porch in the cold while the parasites enjoy their table piled up with steaming meats dining on the juicy expectations of an American public that has no other recourse than to keep quoting the Declaration of Independence, preparing for that heralded day when we inevitably wage a desperate war for our unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. (laughs) That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. It's not hard. It isn't complicated. The corruption has pushed old glory over the breaking point. Uncle Sam is somewhere down there tied up in a dark cell under the Capitol for demanding a recount. And the heroes of Iwo Jima and Midway are sitting around a card table in heaven wondering why they gave it their last drop of sweat and blood. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy, the same guy that had dinner with Klaus Schwab when he spoke at the World Economic Forum with McConnell's wife. As Tom Pappert over at Valiant News pointed out, Representative Kevin McCarthy revealed he had dinner with billionaire Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum in 2018 during remarks he made on a panel with Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow, a shipping heiress of Chinese descent. McCarthy attended the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland in 2018. 
The same year, 45th President Donald Trump spoke to the elite group of wealthy businessmen, politicians, and journalists. McCarthy is publicly listed as a member of the World Economic Forum on its website. They incorrectly refer to him now as the majority leader of the U.S. House of Representatives, and the Internet Archive suggests that he has been affiliated with the World Economic Forum since January of 2016. Well, looking at the nuts and bolts of the whole debacle, Breitbart reported that Representative Ralph Norman, one of 20 House Republicans who voted against Representative Kevin McCarthy for Speaker, expects a written offer between McCarthy and his opponents to be completed tonight. These concessions may include one member motion to vacate instead of five, more House Freedom Caucus members on the House Rules Committee, and promises to hold votes on controversial term limits and border security bills. All of the hijinks didn't stop Matt Gates from nominating Donald Trump, who is eligible for the Speaker's position. The House can elect whomever it wants to serve as Speaker, even if it's someone who isn't a member of Congress. Well, what am I doing here? Do you want to compromise on a coalition and to get the people paid and get on with the business and set up the committees? How about this? A hundred days to save America. And in that hundred days, Donald J. Trump will be voted tonight or tomorrow to be Speaker of the House. And the Republicans say we're going to do it for a hundred days. And in the hundred days, you get everything set up, all the investigations set up, and Trump begins the negotiations now. Not when they run out of money. They said, oh, the crisis is going to hit us in the summer or fall. Well, that's where they're out of cash, and they can put the gun to your head. We're out of cash. The full faith and credit got to do it. No, let's start it now. We know what this is about. You're not going to hide anymore, and you're not going to lie anymore, and you're not going to spin anymore. And if you want somebody in the room that understands how to do these types of negotiations, his entire professional career is doing that is Donald J. Trump. 100 days. Let's get him in the room and let's do the debt ceiling. Let's do all the approach. Let's do the spending. Let's talk about the madness and let's talk about the Federal Reserve. Who knows more about money or interest rates than Donald Trump? Right now, we're on the verge of spending a trillion dollars on interest a year, one trillion dollars a year, bigger than defense budget. You want to talk about a national security problem? You want to talk running around? We got national security. Got to get Kevin McCarthy right now because this is a national security problem. We got all those guys, the military veterans. I honor their service. Honor their service. A national security issue. National security. Here's a national security issue. You're spending a trillion dollars a year more than the defense budget, which is out of control, on interest. That's a national security problem. And I got a solution. And tell me anybody's got a better solution for right now, for this afternoon. Give it a, how about this, 100 days of Donald Trump. Let's get him in the room. You don't think their heads will blow up? You don't think that uh, the Senate, oh, you can't do that. You got Trump. What are you talking about? You don't, You want to put it in their ear? You want to get up in their grill? Give me Trump for 100 days. You give me Trump for 100 days and you'll start the process of sorting out this mess. And the fact that they hate it so much is the better reason we ought to do it. Gates. <laughs> Trump. Four days ago on Monday Night Football, doctors at University of Cincinnati Medical Center who attended to Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin after he mysteriously collapsed on field said they're looking in, they're still looking into the root cause. Doctor, this is, this is uh, Thad Brown from WROC Television in uh, Rochester, New York. Again, like Cameron said, thank you very much for your time and, and all the work that you've done with this. Can you speak at all to the cause of what happened? What caused the cardiac arrest? And I think specifically, was it simply the actions that happened on the field or was there something existing that you know made Mr. Hamlin 
um, I guess, uh, something that might be susceptible to, to this happening? Uh, the, the answer to that is that, that that workup is ongoing. We do not have definitive answers as to the ideology of the arrest at this time, and that tests will continue to be ongoing as he continues to progress. Thank you very much. InfoWars reports that Hamlin's condition has improved greatly since Monday with reports claiming he's awake and communicating through writing. He's using a breathing tube. And the first thing he asked about was, who won the game? And now as Joe Biden takes his scrappy ass down to the border. Well, since August of last year, Custom and Border Patrol have seized more than 20,000 pounds of deadly fentanyl. That's enough to kill kill as many as a thousand people in this country. 20,000 pounds of fentanyl. The state of Texas has seized 886 pounds of fentanyl so far this year. Just to put that in perspective for you, that's enough lethal doses to kill a staggering 200 million people. It's so easy to demagogue this issue. It's so easy to demagogue it. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration over its rule change allowing immigrants into the country who will be dependent on welfare, according to documents obtained by Breitbart News. Federal immigration law has required a public charge determination for immigrants, which bars them from staying in the country if they are likely to use welfare programs like food stamps, Medicaid, or government housing aid. The Biden administration has demonstrated its intent not to enforce that law and to open the borders to illegal aliens who will be dependent upon welfare benefits. This from a press release from Paxton's office. Normally, immigrants provide financial proof that they would not sap taxpayer funds. The Biden administration's rule prevents consideration of statutorily required factors when determining whether an alien is likely to become a public charge. The Biden administration is committed to opening the border to aliens who lack the ability to take care of themselves. Texans should not have to pay for these costly immigrants, nor should any other American, Paxton said. I will continue to defend the rule of law and fight to ensure that the massive cost of illegal immigration doesn't further burden the taxpayers. As Breitbart News had reported, studies show taxpayers are being billed about $1,600 a year per immigrant, and that immigrants use 33% more cash welfare than American citizens. Similarly, about 63% of non-citizen households use at least one form of public welfare, while only about 35% of native-born American households are on welfare. Yikes. Here's a really interesting article out of Zero Hedge. It's titled, As the World Runs Out of Sand, Chinese Pirates Profit, Plunder, and Pillage. Life is a beach, they say, and we're all just playing in the sand. Soon, though, There might not be any sand left. That's because the world is running out of it. But we're all supposed to be worried about climate change. Running out of sand, you ask. How can that be? After all, 33% of the earth is covered in desert, and many of these deserts have copious amounts of sand. 
Yes, that's true, but desert sand, like sea sand, lacks the compressive strength needed to construct houses, skyscrapers, roads, and bridges. In other words, when it comes to the world of construction, both desert sand and sea sand are utterly useless. This is why there is a race to secure the limited amounts of appropriate sand available. Scarcity breeds desperation, and this desperation is particularly palpable in China. The CCP has deployed pirates to raid neighboring countries. In truth, the pirates have been plundering and pillaging for years. In recent times, however, they have zeroed in on Taiwan, stripping the island of its valuable deposits. The world is experiencing a shortage of just about everything. Corn, coffee, wheat, soybeans, plastic, cardboard, semiconductor chips, suitably qualified workers, etc. And now it's time to add sand. By 2030, the construction market is expected to be worth $14.4 trillion. Two years ago, it was worth $6.4 trillion. But we'll need more sand, and there won't be enough to go around. Of course, China isn't the only country scrambling to get sand. The United States and every other first world country that wants to build their next skyscraper and fly a plane into it to create a totalitarian patriot act, they're going to need sand too. Well, that's going to do it for the In Other News podcast at dailynewscollective.com. You can find me at Newsbound on Twitter and at John Bound Politics on Twitter, also John Bound Politics on YouTube. So, from Austin, Texas, this has been the Another News Podcast with your host, John Bound. Good night, America, wherever you are. <laughs>